Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Bot Talk. In today's episode, we have Michael from Notify. This is officially episode 4. Thank you so much for the continued support. This is the first ever episode that will be continuously streamed onto YouTube and streamed onto Spotify. So if you guys are listening to this right now on Spotify, welcome to the Bot Talk. This would be a weekly thing. Every Friday, they would be dropped at the same time on YouTube and Spotify. Now that we've got that out of the way for YouTube people, you will see further in the interview that we've introduced a brand new video animator to the team to help us create this videography for you guys so let me know what you guys think about it down below and also the final thing before we get into today's really good interview we have a sponsor for today's episode which is lucky ducky if you guys head to the link on screen right now you guys will be entering a raffle if you head to the link down below in the description you guys will be entering the raffle and if you guys are listening to this on spotify go ahead and check out our twitter the link will be there or the youtube video whilst you're there go ahead and drop a like and drop a comment Without further ado, guys, let's jump straight into today's episode. Jumping straight into today's episode, guys, we have Michael from Notify, who owns and represents a band with a combined of 40,000 followers across all sectors of their social media and of their business. He has one of the biggest groups in the scene at the moment, and he's a provider for proxies. In today's episode, we'll be jumping into how Michael came to be in the community and how Notify grew from being a very small group to the, one of the biggest groups in the community. So jumping straight into this, the first question we ask all our guests on the show, how did you go into reselling on board? Early 2017, um, I was just in sixth form in, in my computing class. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends points out that I'm like typing really fast. And he says that I should start going um, for Supreme with him, just manually. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he like told me about how it's like really easy money. So I started going for every size at 11 a.m. whilst we were in school. Um, I started getting like a good amount of success, like cop buggers, uh, TNF, etc. And then, um, yeah, then so I just did Supreme until uh, Nike Off White the ten. Um, I was in London at the time because mm-hmm. I just moved off university, okay. and I just uh, did all the in-store raffles, and I got my flatmates to go with me. And then I'd give him white percentage because, like, it was like the first uh, sneakers that was really interesting to us. Mm-hmm. So, going from reselling, obviously, going for Supreme, like you said, your friend did recommend it to you. And that is a common occurrence for most guests on the show. How did you go from reselling to buying? And then, once you discovered that obviously you had that uh, passion for it, what made you continue to resell? Because obviously, there is the financial side of reselling. But did you yeah. actually have a genuine interest in it, or was it just one of those things that was for the financial side? Um. So basically, uh, so I was living in London. I uh, living in London, and then um, I decided to drop out as soon as I got an offer from another university because I didn't really want to live in London anymore. Mm-hmm. So I basically had the year off. Um, but since I wasn't in London anymore, and I wasn't like doing all the install raffles and stuff, uh, everything was going a lot slower. So I decided to like look into um. Botting, because I, I knew of botting, but like, I just never bothered yeah. to um get started. And then, uh, Lewis, he's a House of Cards admin, mm-hmm. recommended I go for a cyber drop, uh, back in February 2018, mm-hmm. and then I copped off that, and then haven't looked back since. Um, but yeah, I am genuinely interested in it. Like, I find like all of it fascinating, aside from like the financial aspect. Well, yeah, that's reassuring to you because obviously if you're a person of high standard in the community and you actually have a driven passion for the thing instead of financial side, obviously then you have a type of set of morals that obviously will reflect onto your products, 
which brings me on to the next question that well, how did you go from a regular reseller making x amount of money going for drops to making a group now known as notified so i was reselling a lot uh i became sort of well known in the cyber discord then um, I made my own friends and family server, and I got like really hyped to the point um, people were, like offering me like hundreds of dollars, which at the time was like insane for me, mm-hmm. uh, just to get into this group, which had like because this was just my FNF server, had like no monitors or info or anything. Mm-hmm. So then um, a few of my friends pushed me to like make an actual cook group, but um, yeah, I still resell and stuff. Okay, that's that's interesting to hear. So originally this server, this idea of creating a Discord server, like you said, was a family and friends server, which is a common occurrence nowadays. But that is one thing I, I don't think a lot of people knew. Obviously, back in 2018, uh, the scene wasn't as big as it is now. There wasn't as many people around. There wasn't as many cook groups around. That's for sure. I remember that. So yeah. that's interesting to hear. They actually started from a friend, a family and friends group and formulated through... Uh, popular demand into a very known cook group called Notify. And speaking of Notify, where did the name Notify come from? Uh, so before Michael, my like, online persona was Carlton. Uh, and then the FNF server was Carlton FNF. Mm-hmm. And then the cook group was Carlton Notify. But then um, like around September time, I decided to like just be myself instead of playing this um, online persona of Carlton. Mm-hmm. So I changed uh, my name, like to my actual name, Michael, and I dropped the Colton from Colton Notify because we had um we had the Twitter handle and it was like just at Notify, ah. so I thought I might as well just have it called Notify. Well, that's obviously one topic we're gonna uh, talk about later in the interview, but obviously Notify is very a very unique name, very unique Twitter handle. So having that name obviously pushes your product quite a bit. And obviously going into something as big as a business venture, which is Notify, creating a good group, creating information and opportunities for thousands of members. What are some of your preconceptions going into making Notify that turned out completely wrong? So I guess the main thing is like, I never expected it to be so popular. Like mm-hmm. I thought it would have stayed pretty low key. I didn't expect, like from day one, we had like hundreds of people. Um, And I guess that's not something I expected at all. Like. Given at the time, I was relatively new to um, like sneaker tour. Mm-hmm. Um, another misconception I had was that like I never realized how much work it actually is to run a cook group, and most people don't realize until like they're actually doing it. Like, that an insane amount of um, organization, like constantly every day. Yeah, I mean. A cook group could be compared to a hierarchical structure in a business because obviously you have different people doing different roles doing different things and it's kind of like a huge clockwork of functions just to make this one group make this one thing big and especially if you own it like yourself you need to make sure every single part's working every single part's up to standard everyone's getting the information they need so obviously once again it's that phrase i used last episode that there's two sides to the coin the computer the consumer side and then it's actually making the products and the services that are pushed to the consumer so obviously it's good to keep in mind that running a group isn't the easiest thing that's why there is occasional mishaps and there is occasional mistakes but obviously notify being one of the biggest communities in the scene they're obviously doing something right so going on to the next question notify obviously blew out the wall like you said you never expect it to be as big as it was with that comes with plenty of things new to your life, new aspects to your life that you never thought you'd be able to get before. 
What were some of the positive effects of Notify in your personal life? Honestly, I think like the people I've met through it, it's pretty insane. Like, uh, for example, um, Luke, uh, he's art monitor Luke on tour. Uh, he won a giveaway to get Notify back in August, and then uh, he saw that I was going to LA in September. Mm-hmm. He like offered to meet up. We met up um, with his twin brother as well, art monitor that on tour. He's also called Michael, mm-hmm. and like we got on really well, so we like started hanging out. And then they actually let me stay in their house in April for a week. And like, we became like even better friends. And then over summer, they let me stay in the house for two months. Like, and this is like people that I've known, like, that I met about a year ago on uh, through Sneaker Twitter. So I find that crazy. And it's like, I feel like pretty much wherever I go, I'm going to know like at least one person. Like, mm-hmm. I went to San Francisco recently. And then I found out um, there's a guy in Notify who actually works for Discord uh, and their headquarters is in San Francisco. And he gave me a tour of uh, the offices there. That's like something I wouldn't have been able to get like without uh, Notify because I wouldn't have known like all these people. That is really interesting to hear, to be fair, because if uh, you were to explain this to someone in real life completely disconnected from the community, they'd say that obviously the fundamental thing that you're doing is selling Discord invites for information. Yeah. You'd never, you'd never expect to go halfway around the world, meeting all these people. And once again, uh, one of the common arguments I personally hold is that I, everyone knows people on Sneaker Twitter. You make friends, you connect with people. But it's really insane to see that some online friends that you meet are actually like way more close and way more supportive compared to in real life friends from my experience. Yeah. It's actually like from what you've just told me, I obviously everyone knows that who I've kept up with your Twitter that you have been traveling over the summer. But yeah. I actually did not know that you stayed with someone for two months and they were willingly letting you do that and obviously you grew your friendship from there. So yeah. that's pretty insane to hear to be honest. But going on to the next question, obviously we've talked about the positive side. What is the negative effects of running Notify on your personal life? I've always had um anxiety. And I feel like it's definitely worsened, like, from Notify, to be honest. Like, it's like I'm always worrying about something. Because um, it seems like whatever can go wrong does eventually go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, Discord's been deleted twice. Uh, the first time that happened it was, like, a very terrible day. Because, like, that was, like, pretty much unprecedented, like, mm-hmm. for a group to just be stroke deleted by Discord. Uh, the second time wasn't that bad because we were like fully prepared. But um, yeah, so it's like I'm just constantly worried about something. Um, like it's on my mind. I mean, I guess that is the trade-off. Like, yeah, of owning any business, really. Like you are gonna worry about it a lot. And I guess another uh, like on the topic of worrying, um, it kind of has affected my education. But um, like I've still, it's not like. I'm still getting decent grades and stuff, but um, I've had to like ask for extensions on certain projects and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just because I haven't had the time to like. It's, it's hard to manage um, Notify in addition to university mm-hmm. and also like maintaining a social life and mm-hmm. still having like some free time to just do what I want to do by myself. Speaking on that, speaking on education, this is just a personal question coming from me. Yeah. Does your professors and teachers actually know of Notify and know what you do? Um, the only, uh, like, person at university who does is, uh, my personal tutor. Mm-hmm. But, like, you didn't really seem to care, to be honest. But that's fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I was just asking about that just because of the fact that obviously if you're asking for extensions and stuff like that, I personally know of other influencers like makeup artists and stuff like that that do get extensions because they do have um, outside priorities like yourself. You have you run an organization called Notify. Yeah. So I feel like one day eventually once people actually understand what uh, cook group owning is, what owning a bot is, what working for bot organizations is, maybe there will be more of a tolerance, maybe there will be leniency. Until yeah. that day comes, there will always be that trade-off, unfortunately. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's just one of those things that can't be helped. There is steps to prevent it. There is steps to, obviously, help people with it. But yeah. uh, it's just kind of one of those journeys. At the end mm-hmm. of the day. But moving on to more of a light topic, when you are obviously recruiting people for Notify, you obviously look for the best of the best. What are some of the skill set or characteristics you look for in a person when you want to recruit them to Nova? It's all the opposite. Like, we aren't looking for, like, a set, uh, like, any set quality. Um, It's more about having someone who stands out. Because, like, a lot of people just want to do, like, standard support, just standard, like, ticket answering. Uh, But we already have, like, more than enough people to do that. So it's, like, at the point where I'm just looking for people who, like, really do stand out. Basically, someone who, like, offers something we don't already have and doesn't just want to do, like, the general support job. Yeah, that is pretty common at the moment. I mean, everyone can do support. Like, even a normal person that just uh, bought into a cook group, everyone can do support. So, obviously, it is important to find those people that do stand out. However, going on to more of a controversial topic here within cook group owners and the whole community, Yeah, people's arguments are that if you are owner of a group, so you're the owner of Notify, some people find it vital to the owners to uh, cook so they can own a group. But then the other side of the coin is that they don't want the owners to cook because it takes away from the uh, consumer success. So what is your opinion on that? So the entire time I've owned Notify, I've always like still been running releases as normal. But I never like really flexed it because until recently, um, I never really wanted to like show success because I thought it's a bit like the argument against it where it's like it's taking away from the members. Mm-hmm. But realistically, like it's such a like minuscule difference. But the reason I started like posting recently is because I was like getting accused by a few people who were saying like I'm running in a group, but I'm not even getting anything myself. So that's why I've like started posting on my success recently. Um, yeah, that is one th- one thing that a lot of people notice, and people can clearly see that you are pretty successful with it. I think you did do one of those success posts where you're f- scrolling for your Revolut account. And you're using Ganesh on a release and you are you were pretty successful. So I guess one of those things where people shouldn't assume certain things before yeah. actually knowing them. But, but uh, overall, I don't think it is like essential for a cook group owner to actually cook because the cook group's owner like cook group owner's only job is to like ensure that the members are cooking. So if that's happening, then it doesn't matter like how the owner is doing. So I, I feel like the people who like obsess on how the owner of the group is doing are like mistaken yeah that is uh, a common thing that does happen obviously certain consumers think they know more than they actually do but if your owner is cooking consistently or if he isn't you gotta understand that running a big group it takes a lot of time a lot of stress so personally if i was running a group and i didn't run for releases that would be an old thing to me if i want to dedicate more time to the consumers and to the customers to make sure they cooked, and that's just one of those things. If I had the chance to run for a release, then I would. But obviously, in Michael's case, he's willing, well, he's able to do 
both sides of the coin by providing information to the customers as well as cooking on releases. Now, what is one thing from the entire experience of Notify and the experience that is to come, what is one thing, one valuable lesson you can take away from running Notify? The connections you have with people is like the most important thing. Um, so that's why generally I just try and be nice to like everyone because I've noticed uh, this like trend where people who are like big in the community will only be nice to people who are also uh big in the community yeah agreed yeah but i think if you're just like nice to everyone mm -hmm. it might end up it might actually like pay off you like uh for example um so judge he's the owner of notified proxies mm -hmm. and like he runs it all uh we just like started dming like randomly i didn't know he knew how it like me like proxies on like a large scale or anything i didn't know he had connections to data centers i just like dm'd him like a normal person even though like to me at the time he like i didn't know he had like any knowledge you know what i mean hmm. but if i was like rude to him then we wouldn't have notified proxies if i just ignored his dm we wouldn't have notified proxies i think it's one of those things where people don't want to associate with smaller following accounts or something like that but uh, end of the day is how this social media thing goes if you be nice to everyone eventually those people will come back maybe with something that you could need in your life yeah exactly yeah definitely yeah. like one of the examples we talked about just in the interview before a couple of minutes ago where you stayed two months at that person's house let's say we go back in time and you weren't as open or weren't as nice to that person then there is a chance that that opportunity wouldn't have came so obviously I think it's vital for everyone, no matter whatever your following is or where you are the community, how successful you are, just to be to nice to everyone, help out as many people as you can. And eventually yeah. what comes around, goes around, uh, it will benefit you in the future. But now moving on from Notify just slightly, we're going to move on to Michael as a person. We're going to talk about a couple of things. If you guys have any comments so far, let me know down below. Drop a like if you joined today's episode. Moving on to the next question. If Notify didn't work out, let's say it completely flopped, which fortunately it didn't, what would have been your next career path or where would you have gone from this point? I think I would have just continued with my university degree. Uh, mm. But I still don't really know what I want to do. Moving on to more of a personal level, as we are in this sector of the interview, what do people in your personal life, so like family and friends, think of what you do due to the rarity of what you actually do? My family are like pretty confused by it all. Mm -hmm. A few of them think it must be like something illegal or dodgy, but they're happy that I'm doing well, but my family don't really like, it's just hard to explain to them because it's like such a foreign concept, the entire yeah. thing. Uh, my friends, uh, a lot of them like actually do understand. Um, they're just like pretty impressed by it. Um, I'm just happy to see me doing well, mm -hmm. even if it is like pretty crazy to them. I mean, that's one, well, certain parts of what you just said is reassuring because if your friends are supporting you, obviously if you have the IRL support, that is good. But when it comes to the family part, I guess it's one of those common arguments that it's just different generations and different yeah. generations have different understanding. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of people's parents are there will understand reselling. Uh, mm -hmm. luckily my parents do i tell them the basis of it and they actually understand the functionality of it so i'm lucky in that aspect i know some people aren't as lucky as that but i guess one of those things where people can excel in this day and age people can excel on the internet no matter what you're doing as long as you have a drive for it 
it does work out in the end if you know what you're doing. So moving on to the next question. One of the most notable things that you've done recently is making your Instagram public. And obviously there was a bit of comments when you did do that. What was your motivation behind going public and embracing your internet life with your in real life and making them both one? Uh, Keeping what I look like low-key is just like another vulnerability for people to try and like use against me. So by like making myself public, uh, it's like people can't use that against me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't really like care about the comments to be honest, because um, I find something funny. It's like it doesn't actually affect like my life at all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still happy with the life, uh, no matter what some kid on Twitter says about my appearance. Um, yeah, I'm pretty glad I did it. Honestly, it's like. It's a big relief. Yeah, and it does tie into the next question. From doing it, what has been the positives of becoming in more in a public light? I just think it's nice to like not have that vulnerability of um, like my previous anonymity hanging over my head. Um, I mean, obviously, some people could say that it is a very brave thing to do, putting your face out there, putting your name out there, embracing certain personal elements. But again, to anyone out there that is contemplating doing it biggest advice anyone will ever give you is just to ignore the comments end of the day it goes back to that phrase of keyboard warriors they're just people sat behind a keyboard commenting on things that obviously they're unhappy about they're probably unhappy about something so it just comes down to just ignoring the hate and continuing with what you want to do and obviously this ties into the next thing because michael does come with a personal account of doing this what would you say to anyone out there that wants to go public yet isn't because of the fear of being judged um and i guess you just gotta realize that like what people say to you mm-hmm. like what negative comments people may say it doesn't actually matter like it doesn't affect your life like if your life's good it's not like it's not affected by some guy saying like you're ugly or whatever like it just doesn't actually matter like it's literally just words on a screen yeah agreed Obviously, people commenting on things that they want to comment on. Social media space we live in, Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. Obviously, people do comment, they express their opinions. Their opinions aren't always positive. But at the end of the day, that's them. Uh, you should just keep going and not listen to anything they're saying, which is like, if I were to relate it to myself, I have a YouTube channel, I place my face on there all the time. I've had people in real life come up to me and saying, why are you making videos about shoes? I was like, well, it's what I want to do. If you don't want to do it, it's fine. If you want to go work at a corner shop and make five pounds an hour, go for it. But the way I see it, it's like, end of the day, it's your life. You live once, you do what you want to do. And if people want to sit around and waste their life judging you, that's them. But you should always just keep going and focus on what you want to do and eventually it will happen. Now, yeah. we've talked about a lot of complex things during this interview. We've talked about no five, talking about developing friendships and overall i want to end today's show and this today's episode by asking you if you want to thank anyone in the community for helping you during your journey and your journey into the future so i apologize in advance if i missed anyone because like this list is probably like three figures um but uh lewis from house of cards for even like telling me to buy cyber back in february 2018 mm-hmm. uh Curti from cyber as well uh, Wolf, uh, the entire like Soul IO team, so like 
Soul Sorcerer, Ryan, Soul Dev, uh, Cody. Um, all Notify stuff, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, Frederick helped me out a lot recently. Um, the people who helped me start and pushed me to make Carlton Notify in the first place. So that's like Joel Ferrazzi, uh Charlie, um, Daniel Cook. Uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot more people, but like it's too long to list. Well, it's reassuring, and it's actually a really nice thing to see that if there's a huge list of people that are willing to help people, then let's just hope that everyone listening to this, everything, everyone on Twitter reciprocates that type of behavior and just continues to help people and to continue to evolve the space that we are in. Because obviously, this space isn't huge; there isn't loads of people in it. We like to think there is, but if you actually go down to the basics of it, there isn't loads of people in this space. So if you can do your part by helping people, by just spreading a positive message to people, then uh, everything will go full circle. So guys, that concludes today's episode. If you guys did enjoy, please drop like. All links to Michael and all of his business relations will be down below. Go check him out. Go drop him a follow. Guys, drop a comment if you guys enjoyed today's episode. Go to our turn on notifications for the next episode. I'm going to catch you guys next time. Peace out.